1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're at Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you have subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in my girl, Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening.
0: So good to see you, Derek. How are you? Uh ah you uh-huh.
1: can't complain. Yeah, so do it yep. okay Come with yourself.
2: Perfect. I'm doing good. I'm just glad to be back with my tuners.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Next, we are going to bring in our producer, Gina. Gina, how's it going this evening?
3: Great. Hi, guys. I'm super excited.
1: Next, we have Pete. Pete, glad to have you with us. hey yo. Got my,
4: got my Star Wars shirt on. <laughs> have you, speaking of S- Hoth, have you guys melted at all up there yet oh we don't have any snow at all here in in where i am so it's all melted it's all melted yeah i'm sure where they got a lot it's there's probably still some there but yeah we're good now in contrast
1: someone who got let out of school early for a dusting today in seattle
5: steve (laughs) and by dusting we mean less than an inch
2: That's crazy no. because Seattle, uh, like Seattle, I feel like is like Chicago, where it's like snow. What do you mean snow? It doesn't matter unless there's three no. feet of snow, and
5: no. no, no. Seattle no.
4: is not that at all. No, Seattle, it, it, no.
5: it, really? Yeah, we lose we lose our minds because we have so many hills. Like less than an inch, it shuts things down. So
3: that's wow. that's us with rain. That was, anything yeah. coming out of the sky that's not sun, we freak <laughs> out. <Wow.
4: laughs> You shut down school for rain, Gina?
3: No, but the kids can't go outside. They can't. They have to stay inside the poor little babies if they get wet. Oh,
5: okay. And people can't Oh my drive. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Northwest, we send them God out. They come back sopping wet. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Florida, it's
2: like sunny all day until about one o'clock. And then you get one cloud, and then it's torrential hurricane <laughs> downpour. And then it's love it, Blue sky, sunny. Anyway. And the
1: humidity doubles. Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. It doesn't cool it down. That's hilarious. Don't get it twisted. Love it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness.
1: Well, guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. Like, get Help us get the word out uh, that, you know, you guys are listening to us. So, apparently, you guys like listening to us. Tell your friends about us. Um, Kate, last week, we didn't have any Disney Plus news, but I know you're a little excited about this <gasps> week. What have we got going on?
2: Y'all, listen. All right. So... I'm really excited about this because a very backstreet holiday featuring the one and only Backstreet Boys will debut on ABC <laughs> on December 14th and will appear on Disney Plus on the 15th. And you know what's funny? I remember watching on the Disney Channel when in sync. Did a concert in front of the hat. Well, although I, it wasn't the hat then, it was the man's Chinese theater. It was just the theater. Um, I very vividly remember that concert. So I'm really excited about this b- very backstreet Christmas. It's going to be
1: good. Yeah. That's, all right. where at.
2: That's it. So,
1: okay. Any, I mean, <laughs> it's not planned on being on a rotation of
4: what we're reviewing, let's be honest. But
1: <laughs>
3: What's we can, you can watch oh, it. Hold on. We if can
2: we watch didn't it.
4: review Elton John, we're not reviewing the Backstreet Boys. You
3: can watch it and enjoy and report
2: back. That's right. I will watch yeah. and enjoy and report back and be like, everyone, go watch this right now.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh, so you want it that way, huh?
2: I want <laughs> tell me why. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, well, girl, no, no. Really that's from I mean. Bye
1: Bye Bye. That's in sync. That's the wrong band.
2: So, no, oh,
1: Ain't nothing, nothing but a
2: anyway. mistake. <laughs> do I know all of the choreography to that number? Absolutely, yeah,
1: absolutely, you do. <laughs> okay,
2: anyway.
1: this week, as you can see by some of the Star Wars paraphernalia, we have finished up Andor season one. Um, for those of you not aware, Andor is um, Cassian Andor from Rogue One, is where we originally met him, and this, this is this whole season was. Five years before New Hope, before the Battle of Yavin. And it is his story of how he became involved with the rebellion. And this is the first year. And then season two will be years two, three, four, and five. So that's you know, that's kind of the story. It follows him through his different adventures, how he gets involved with the different leaders of the resistance. And Pete, I'm going to start with you. Was this series a journey into the light
4: or another trip to the dark side? To me, the series was so good. Um, I really enjoyed it. There are, there were parts of it that were very slow. I mean, I would say it probably would have been good if they had, could have cut it down maybe from 12 episodes to about 10 episodes. Um, I felt like there were times where it, it, even though I was enjoying the, cause it was a lot of character, a lot of different characters that they were introducing us to. Even so I thought like, like for instance, early on, they had some of the backstory of Cassian as a kid. If you think back to the whole series, did that really add much? I don't think it did. So there was, there was stuff in there. I don't want to, I don't want to cast too much dispersion on there was stuff in there that didn't really need to be there. But as the series went on, it got better and better and better. And I think it really told an effective story about why the rebellion, not not so much how the rebellion formed, which it did a little bit, but more like why the rebellion formed. And um, I really enjoyed the heck out of it. Uh, I could talk about it for hours but I'm going to let Steve comment, oops, let me point this way, Steve comment on what he thought of it.
5: I agree with you, Pete. I watched the first episode, was not impressed. I watched that episode on, on an airplane, came back, restarted, and it just grew on me. By the season finale, loved the entire series. Very excited. I Everyone I see who, who is a Star Wars fan, telling them they must, must, must watch it. Um, I liked the, all the character development andor was not my favorite character. I think my favorite character was Deidre. I loved just that, found her very fascinating, um, just very intriguing. Um, last ep- episode's probably my favorite episode. I was like on the edge of my seat just with the build up with that. Um, yes, so it's definitely in the light. Um, Derek, what do you think?
1: Um, yeah, it's in the light. I would. Take exception with a couple things, Pete says, I think this probably could have been cut down to nine or even eight episodes. Um, just because, as you said, there was this whole thing with his backstory on his home planet that we didn't really need. There were a couple scenes with Cyril, the IM the security guy who then got shipped into IMDB. There were some of those scenes we did not need. Um just showing how desperate he was to make his, to clear his name. Yes, we get it. Um, I, I would also argue that it didn't constantly get better. I would say up through episodes was six. The eye was six. The raid. Yes. Episode, yes. Yeah. Six, yeah. seven and eight fell flat for me. Seven and eight. When he gets, though, know, the time of him getting arrested and his first part in the prison, Again, yes, it showed his anger against the Empire, but we didn't really need those whole two episodes.
4: I mean... See, I disagree with that because I think that that showed the coldness of the Empire and what they're doing to people and just destroying lives. Um, And I I, I thought that was... It could have been shorter, sure, but yes. I, I still think that was effective. And I'll, but I'll agree with you that like I wouldn't necessarily say every episode was better than the episode before, but I'm just saying right. overall the story, I I became more and more enraptured with it. I guess. And I
1: would say this, the story definitely built on itself, but yeah. there were there were times, especially in the, you know, that seven eight nine area, where I'm going, it. How long is this up? Ep- you mean this episode's only forty minutes long? Sure seems a whole lot longer. So, Kate, what do you think?
2: Okay. So, I we have made no secret of the fact that I think I am the token, um, not Star Wars fanatic of the group. Um, I like Star Wars. I have an appreciation for Star Wars. Um, <clears throat> I didn't grow up with Star Wars, and and so for and for some reason, I find Star Wars very hard to follow. Much harder to follow than Marvel. That being said. Of all of the Star Wars things that we have watched, this was probably the best um, of the episodes. And I will throw myself right on under the bus. Um, I traveled a lot for work through November. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch all the episodes and get super. I watched up to, I think, five or six. I'm going to watch everything. And then Thanksgiving caught up with me. So I um, only watched the last few episodes. I I did recaps of the ones that I missed. But unfortunately, I think I missed, I I missed a lot with that. I missed a lot of solid plot points. That being said, even having missed those episodes, I was still riveted in the last episode. Um, There was a part that I want to call out um, that was very, very moving to me um, that just had me like, I couldn't take my eyes off. It was the, when the band was walking through and playing and here's why they weren't perfect. It was out of tune. It was as if all of these people who were, who just loved this woman so much. This is how I interpreted it. Wanted to be to show respect and love to her. Cause that's what this was. And so you had everybody showing up to play. You didn't just have the professional musicians who were hit every note perfectly. Um, Cause at first I was like, Oh man, Whoa. um." But then I was like, oh, wait, this is like everyone is showing up here in this moment. And that moved me more than I think I've been moved in a lot of um, the Star Wars stuff that we have watched. Uh, I think that a lot of the character development is spot on and wonderful. Um, This is the type of show if you if you're listening to this or you're watching this in the future and you haven't watched Andor yet. Um, I think something that would have helped me, I tend to be a person who gets quite confused easily. (laughs) Confused Kate, she's a real thing. Mm. Um, This would have helped me a lot if I had been watching it, sitting with someone who really understood the Star Wars lore and the Star Wars universe. Um, I think I get confused because there's a lot of people who play double agents, and so I I get confused on who's on what side and stuff like that. Um, But all of that to be said, also, if you can make me cry from a droid, like, listen, that's some Pixar-level sympathy <laughs> right Pete and I were talking about this earlier. That's some Pixar-level voodoo. And this droid had me feeling all of the feelings. Um, I can't remember what the droid's name is now, but um, this is one that I would go back and watch with Casey or with anyone uh this is one I would go back and watch because I think that Pete is right. I think this is a very good, a very, very good, good show.
4: So, so I don't know if you saw it, but I would if you if you didn't see episode 10, I would go back to that episode. That, particular that was the episode. prison break. That was the prison break. That is in my view, probably the best episode.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched the synopsis of that one. I didn't watch that one, so I'll go back and rewatch it.
1: And Kate, I will say, so the the funeral march and the funeral dirge, if you watch the series through, Mm -hmm. is the opening credit music all the way through as it changes. Really? Oh, okay. That is the funeral
2: dirge going through.
4: I didn't know it that. also
2: made me think like if I ever recorded something before oh. I died like what would I say it made me think about oh. it made me think that I just um
1: yeah because it changes every oh, yeah. it changes a little every episode yes. mm-hmm. it's the it's the progression okay. of the funeral dirge
3: cool wow. very cool wow. all right Gina oh. okay. So a journey into the light, I think we're taking a, this is the light side, but I think we're getting dark and I really liked how this was really gritty and we were in the universe and it wasn't, okay, we're going to get the lightsabers and the Jedi and we're going to learn how to do magic and then it's going to be all better. So I feel like this is the core. This is the rebellion. Mon Mothma, she's my favorite. I love, I love watching this whole. She's got this gambling, her gambling husband, and there. I love this so much. I love how they're pinning that, that against that him, bus, against that, her.
1: that bus she threw him under.
3: Yes, I'm so happy. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how this. I mean, I know how it unravels, but I want to see yeah. their relationship. You know, destroy be destroyed, and then just <laughs> it's gonna happen. And then um, I can never remember his name, Stellan Skarsgård. His character,
4: Luther, Luther,
1: Luther, no. no, Luthan. 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 I'm like, it's something,
3: yeah. His character development the entire time has always been spot on, and I just love him as an actor, and then what he brings to this is so great, because you just watched him the entire time. Okay, like Kate said, the double agent, is he? What is he doing? Who is he working for? Then you have Saw in there, and you're like, okay, I know what Saw's doing, but what's going on with Luthen? So, I really can't wait for the second season. This is the Star Wars that is for us not for the kids and i'm i'm just so happy finally we get a star wars for adults for us so my two cents
4: yeah yeah Um, and it shows that star wars can be good without having to bring in the characters that we're familiar with
3: bringing in the magic and the lightsabers i mean that's really
4: and that kind of actually leads
1: us into our next question of cassie and andor and steve I know you have been thinking about this a lot, so I'm going to let you know. Oh. Is Andor so, a good
5: guy? I love this question so much. I was talking to a coworker today about this question, and we had a long discussion about it. And my coworker says he's a good guy. I'm going to start off with him. He's saying he's a good guy because of how the people around him, his close friends... Really respect and admire him, so that put a new twist on my thought, and I'm leaning towards of he's not really a good guy. He shoots people often with not much thought. Just I mean, during the heist one, the one who wants to steal the money, he shoots them with no no second thoughts. Um, but he's not necessarily a bad guy either. Um, and he's really this person that does what's best for him basically, but it's all based on his life experience. He's not been dealt a good hand in life, you know, but he's not bad, but he's not necessarily I want mean, to say he's a good guy. He's out to watch for himself, and he's sort of been pushed this way, where he ends up doing this amazing thing. We know how it all ends that really saves the galaxy, <clears throat> but at this point in time would he a, he's a good guy, not necessarily. That's what I'm saying. You know, what do you think, Derek? Um, and I
1: would argue there were no good guys in this whole story, um, because to be perfectly honest, at this point they're not organized. They're just a group of terrorists. They are nothing but in you know terrorist small terrorist cells that try and make a difference. That at this point the empire is just kind of swatting them like flies. I mean, at this point, the lack of organization and the lack of, to be perfectly honest, the lack of pure focus, they don't know what they want. They just don't want the empire and they want people to be on their side. They don't have a plan for, okay. So they take down the empire. Then what? I mean, and to me, that's kind of a problem of the entire star Wars series is yes. You go from, you know, a small terrorist cell to a group of insurgents to, yes, they finally take on the empire. But 20 years later... It starts up again. Well, no, it's not only starts <laughs> up again, it's been back and established. So, I mean, yes, you're going in. Yes, they're fighting the evil empire that we've all been conditioned to think is terrible and horrible. But by shooting random people who, I mean... Cassian shot, I would say even in those first two, Cassian shot those guards that weren't going to shoot him. So it's one of those where he took it to them first. Luthan is one of those, it's one of those, a general has to be able to kill the thing, sacrifice the thing he loves for the greater good. We see that. Um, I would just argue that even among the even among the rebels, bottom line is up up until the very end, Andor is in it for himself. He's in it for get totally, free, yeah, get his money mm-hmm. and get out. Yep. Until he hears the speech from his adopted mother, he's in this for himself. So no, I don't think he is a good guy in this. We going to Skip, Kate, Gina. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts?
3: Um. Yeah, he's not a quote-unquote hero. He's not a good guy. He's not the superhero that we want. What he is, though, is he does fight and that's how he was raised by Marva. We saw her say you need to fight, so they all listen to her. She's the mother of all. And I think being raised with that fighting spirit, he just wants to do what's best for him, but what's best for his community, and that was to rise up against the oppression. So being a quote unquote good guy, superhero, absolutely not, but being a good guy following his mother, doing what's right for the community he is, that's my opinion of that of that statement. What about you, Pete?
4: So I would say by the end of the series, he is a good guy. I think at the beginning, it's pretty questionable whether he is. Um, it seems like at that point some of his friends are kind of sick of his antics and things like that, but realizing at the end there, like he comes back because to, to his mother's funeral, which he didn't have to do. And w- instead of just like hiding out and just getting away, he actually goes in and pulls Bix out of there, which he did not have to do, but he felt that was the right thing to do. And then at the end, he basically goes to Luthen and says, either kill me or, or, or use me because I'm in If if you want me in. So I think, It's a progression of him learning to be of him learning to be on the side of right. Uh, Is he a good person? No, I don't think so. And I think uh, if you go back and watch Rogue One, you see some of this, too. Mm -hmm. They talk about all the things that you have to be willing to do as part of the rebellion. And Saw Gerrera is a good example of that. He's even in the rebellion. He's considered an extremist as to the things he'll do that a lot of other, a lot of other groups within the rebellion won't do. So, um, you know, I, it's, it's, it's always hard to, you know, were the, uh, you know, I, there's lots of analogies, but I always think back to the American revolution because honestly, the American revolution was found by a bunch of founded by a bunch of terrorists, a
3: bunch, <laughs> bunch of rebels, right.
4: And, you know, were they on, were they on the side of right when they were, um, I, I I don't want to. T- I don't want to go too to too tea. much in <laughs> the story, but uh, if you visit Boston, um, every, a lot of people know Lexington and Concord. That's where they. That's where the Revolution started. the The, the soldiers came from uh, Boston to Concord, and then they had a fight on the on the green, like the traditional lining up and shooting each other. When that was done, the British army returned to Boston, and that entire there's actually a path you can walk. And there's all these signs along the path that say so-and-so was hiding in this tree and shot <laughs> at the British uh-huh. people. And so, and like the British didn't know how to handle this because that's not how they fought. They fought lining up in lines. Mm-hmm. Those basically the uh, the American, the revolutionaries fought dirty, right? Mm-hmm. But we still think of those people as being the heroes of the American Revolution, Paul Revere and, you know, whoever else. Were they good guys? At the time, maybe not, but now we consider them good guys. So um, I don't know. So I think I think early on and through much of the story, he's in it for himself. Uh, he's a decent person, but he's mostly in it for himself. But I think by the end, he once he's escaped from that prison and then he hears that his mother died, he has kind of decided to throw himself onto the side of good. And so I think by the end, he's a good guy. That's my opinion.
1: Okay. But do you think he, okay, playing devil's advocate here, which um, any of my students would know, <laughs> I, I love to do. Do it. If he had not gone back, what would, okay, say he doesn't go back for his funeral because they know he is back for his funeral. The Empire knows IMDB or whoever, not IMDB. ISB. I, ISB. <laughs> whoever. Yeah. NCAA knows that he is back for the funeral. They know he is there, and that's part of the big imperial presence there. If he had not gone back, would it have gone pear-shaped like that?
3: I think so, because Marva's the leader. She's the one who said, you need to fight. So I think Marva was the one. She was the daughter of Ferris. But they
1: wouldn't have have had that many people there. They wouldn't have had that many soldiers. Oh, they
3: wouldn't have had all the...
4: no, they wouldn't have. Oh. Right. But it, but oh. if but yeah. they didn't know that he was back. They thought he right. was going to come they back, thought. but they didn't they know he did. Right. Because but, yeah.
1: But they they brought that many troops because they, they presumed he was coming back. Right. right. So if he if they if he had never if there was no option that he was ever going to come back, would it have gone para-shaped like that?
3: Well, no, because they weren't going to prepare for that. But because they were preparing, I thought the question was were they preparing because they thought he was coming? If he didn't show up and he just lived his own mm-hmm. life, I think the people of Ferex would have attacked. Someone because someone
5: Marva. would have took over what he eventually yeah. ends up doing. Because Marva, was sort of, Marva was the leader. Marva was, the, was the big the, spark the
4: instigator. Yeah. yeah so okay. did you guys I saw this online, but I I didn't really get it out of the episodes. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Um so they were holding that brick uh right mm-hmm. when yeah. they were so that so the the bricks when the when people die on ferrets,
5: they they uh, burn their ashes they yeah. burn their ashes and they
4: yeah. mold them into bricks and that's why when when um cassian went to that other brick with the the name written on it that was it's his, his father yeah mm-hmm. and he was looking at his father's brick and then um and then they were carrying Mar- marva's brick and i don't know what ended up happening to it after they whacked a
3: yeah, stormtrooper with
4: it. <laughs> it 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 fell apart and the picture
1: disappeared and every and the timeline went back to normal. No, oh sorry, um, <laughs> wrong, wrong series, wrong yes. wrong yeah, <laughs> okay. wrong Disney uh, franchise franchise. Yeah, so we've had twelve episodes of season one. We know there's going to be twelve episodes of season two because each year is going to be three episodes and there's four years to cover. Gina, I'm going to jump over to you as our probably our deepest dive Star Wars geek that we've got. What do you because we all know where this is going to end. This is going to end with Rogue One. Yes, going to end with the suicide him being willing to take this what is essentially a suicide mission to get these plans out yeah, to Leia. So yeah. What do you want to see in season two?
3: Well, I wanted to see it in season one. I need to see K2SO. I need to see <laughs> I knew you were say that. I need to see this. What? How did K two S O come about? How did he reprogram him? What is going on with K two S O? That's what I need to see. That is my number one. Number two is like even a loftier thought. I want to see some more development of the empire. I want to see more. I want to see. Right now it's the ISB. And we're trying to figure out. It's like the Imperial Su- Security Su- Bra- Branch. I don't know. I want to see more of the empire's like building up in throughout the galaxy. So those are my two things that's it but Imperial
1: Security Bureau. Oh
3: Imperial Security okay I was like something anyway so I want to see their build up too because I feel like we need to deeper dive into these characters especially Deidre I love her too like Steve was saying she is a great character and I want to see where she um, ends up falling so anyway what about you Pete besides K2SO what do you want to see
4: (laughs) yeah I just I just want to see that that transition of the rebellion from scattered forces to a organized because by the honestly by the time we get to the first star wars movie the rebellion even though it's they're the underdog they are very much an organized military and everything like that i mean they have a base on this moon and hundreds of ships and everything like that and they're not anywhere near that even at the end of the series there's you know a cup there's this Sol Guerrera group, and then there's um, you know, and then
3: we've got the Mon Mothma Senator right. deal. And I do want to see her rise up as well. So, so
4: you got different people that are like kind of coming together, but we're we're obviously very early in that. And so it will be that to me will I think would be in, will be interesting to see that progression. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Um more than though I do enjoy that we get to see some of the empire, some of the characters within the empire within the bureaucracy. Mm -hmm, So um, mm -hmm. I don't really need the empire itself to be developed because it's just a big bag, bad entity.
3: (laughs) I just want to see Deidre.
4: Oh, definitely. She's, (laughs) she's, she's really good. That, that actress and the role is really good for sure. Steve.
5: Um, Same thing. I want to know more about Deidre, seeing more of her story. Um, I would add that to the sort of rebel spy of who was always behind her in the scenes. Um, I didn't quite pick up on that until I read recaps, but more of his sort of backstory. Um, I would add that to, is Cassian's sister going to play into this? That's a good... Because they brought it up. It was a big part of the beginning, and then they sort of dropped it. So I'm wondering in season two, there's going to be another connection there. I'm wondering. So at least in that story, you, you, you engaged me so much. Um not so much about Andor because I know I know Andor's story. I do I do want to see his path. Um Sorel, is that his name? The the lower henchman. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm done with him. Yeah, <laughs> he can go away. Too. But um I'd say definitely out of those, probably um Dedra. Guess her there. And then I saw Mom Martha, like how she's making all these moves um, like that last thing like throwing her husband under the bus knowing that she's been eavesdropped people are listening in on what she's saying sort of that Um, one thing I like this year is sort of the spy things going on like who knows what and passing it on which is such an intriguing thing so Derek what do you think
1: Um, as bad as this sounds I want season 2 of Andor to not be about Andor um, I wanted to dive a whole lot deeper into all the other characters who are coming up, and the other leaders who are coming up within the empire. Where does uh, oh God, fish face? It's a trap. Um, <laughs> um
3: Calamari. Admiral Akbar.
1: Akbar, Akbar, Akbar. Where does he come from? Do, I mean, I want to know where all these. Yes we hardly saw any aliens in this in this story, other than the two guys that <laughs> caught them in the tripe web that pulled them in, and then they decided to release them because they figured they were good guys. So, it's... Yes, yeah, and we have our own resident alien next to me over here. Um... But, um <laughs> Yeah, making faces <laughs> in the background. Um, I mean, realistically, I don't want to see the brooding self you know, essentially self-centered, self serving self. Oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get away with this? Andor, I don't want to see much more of. I wanna see the entire development of the entire rebellion, not just Andor leading into Rogue One. Oh, yeah. Gina?
3: Oh, I already talked. It's Kate's turn.
1: Oh, it is Kate. <laughs> it's
3: my turn. <laughs> um,
2: I just want it to stay where I can understand it.
1: <laughs>
5: That's
2: fair. I don't yep. want it to get really, really, really complicated and like super, super where like only people like Gina will understand it. I want it to still be understandable to people like me who would like to go back and rewatch and catch everything. Um. I also want to know what yeah. happens at the end, and I want to know what happens to—is it Bix? Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah.
4: know yeah.
2: what happens yeah. to Bix, we and I want to know—I want to make sure that the droid is okay.
4: He did make it out.
1: Yeah, he'll <laughs> be in a trash compactor in season two. Um, I,
3: oh, <laughs> he, yeah. he is,
2: yeah. is, yeah. is a, he is a
1: trash yeah. trash compactor? Isn't he? He's is he a trash a, com- yeah. He's Wally, isn't he? No,
3: he yeah. looks like Wally.
1: <laughs> so
2: that's that's my answer. Okay.
1: Um. Okay, as we always do, we finished the season of the show. Kate, I'm going to let you decide if you feel like you've seen enough to rate it or if you feel like you need to pass until you've gone um, back and watched the rest no, of it. No,
2: I'll give it a rating. I okay. would rate it You know what? I think that this has the potential to be a really good show, so I will give it a 3. Okay.
4: So, I really loved a lot of the show, but in the so I like I was tempted to like give it a really really high rating. But then I went back and I there were issues with it. It was it was not perfect. So I'm going to give it a four. That's what okay. I'm going I'm to give. But some episodes, like some episodes, I would like I would definitely sure, sure. go back and watch over and over.
5: So Steve, um, I'm up there. I'm actually going four and a half. I was going to go back four or four and a half, but I wow. really, re- I really, really enjoyed it. Um, not that five because of some of those slow episodes I feel like could be shortened down and just missing things but um, something I want to go back to make sure to see there's certain things I've missed from like dialogue and stuff but I end up loving it a lot more than I thought I would so four and a half Gina
3: This is a solid four for me. The reason it's not a five is there's no K2SO. That's the one that you got to get that. That was the one thing I really wanted. That's the one thing I really wanted him to already have that established. And when I saw him in that episode, I'm like, here, it's coming. It's coming when he goes to the jail. He's going to, and then it didn't happen. So it's a four. It's a great show. It was a slow burn. It um, has all the good components. I read somewhere. This is like Game of Thrones for Star Wars. So I do feel like some of this. Some of it's really in that.
1: No, happy. not nearly enough
5: violence. <laughs> not, not not, nearly I, enough. No one
2: has had their head squeezed and exploded <laughs> yet. So it's not going to. And it's not going to get there. No, no one slept really. with his sister, really. So, like you know. Well, no,
1: no mind. No, no. We don't know
2: that yet. We right? don't know
1: that yet. your sister, never mind. Anyway, um, anyway, four. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with three and a half. I enjoyed this. Um, there are stretches where, as I said, I there's two episodes I will not go watch it back and watch. I will argue with Pete and Steve every day, and probably Gina, that the Prison Break episode is not the best episode of the entire series.
5: It's not.
3: It's oh, to me, it's not either. The last one's my favorite because I love so, Martin.
5: I, I, I go with Gina. The last episode, I think, is the last best episode. episode my favorite. So,
1: but overall, if it's if it's on, there are parts I will go back. I mean, when season two comes out, I will actually go back and watch parts of this to make sure I'm caught up again. Where other seasons, where we're watching season two, I won't.
4: So. Yeah so Um, for for episode 10 though i just want to say this the speech that uh what's his name keno
5: yeah
4: keno gives over the over the loudspeaker and then at the end of the episode that luthan gives to the to the spy those two speeches are some of the best dialogue we've ever heard in star in isn't really that tough when you got, you know, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and it, it's everywhere. I would but I would say Wait,
0: that, wait, wait. You know, which two speeches?
4: In episode 10 either
1: there's one oh, oh, yeah.
0: All right. Well, there I
1: is. would say though that when he's hearing the manifesto be read back to Emma, that's probably the best. You know, you know that
4: what some like control is not natural. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. there's there's other good stuff in there, but I think those go back and just listen to those two speeches yeah, and they're they very like, uh, uh, and I don't know that, that um, he knows his his a uh, speech so much, but like just the way he delivers it and everything, it's like, Oh my gosh, that just, it gives me chills thinking about it. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, so overall we enjoyed this next week. I have a feeling it's going to be something we're going to enjoy also. We are going to be watching the all-new documentary Mickey Story of a Mouse.
2: Oh,
1: yay. Um, we are coming up on... Who?
2: I don't think I know who that is.
1: Uh, Mickey Mantle.
2: That's Mickey what mantle. I was going to... I was just about to make that joke!
1: Or, or, or Mickey that's so fine that blows my mind. Mine.
2: Hey, Mickey. <laughs> Eric, you and I are right is like, Isn't it like a mantle? Yeah. Uh. Oh uh, we got Party jokes, Mouse. folks. Um,
1: yeah. this is supposed to, um I've heard nothing but good things about this. It's basically the Mickey Mouse origin story. The it's gonna be interesting to see if this is the real origin story or if this is the Disnified Origin story, because there are there are two different origins of Mickey Mouse. Really? And so yes. It, it, it's, the, it's the one that Disney family likes to tell, and it's the one the iWorks family likes to tell.
3: Oh. Um, so
1: yeah. So we yeah. will have to see which version this brings. Um, this is actually one that we were gonna do anyway, but was suggested by one of our viewers. So um, guys, if you have other suggestions, we do listen to this. If, if this wasn't our thing, we got the suggestion. It was gonna go on our list. If you have other suggestions, please email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We are going to have some time in February and March where there's going to be some room for us to uh, take some viewer suggestions. And we always like having viewer suggestions because that means we know we're doing what you like.
2: And you might get to be a guest on the show, maybe. You might get to be a guest. Ooh, maybe. I'm going to be
1: reaching out to the uh, listener who suggested this see if we can't have him on next week. Ooh. So, but email us at plusplatoon.gmail.com, at message us on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. We are all everywhere at Plus Platoon. Kate needs to be cut off for the night. <laughs> and with that, we will say good night, everyone. Bye, 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 Kate. Bye,
5: everyone. Bye,
4: everybody.
0: Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plusplatoon.